Hello and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke-Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. Sometimes I think we might mention it because we're watching Big Brother right now. Loving Big Brother season 19. Watching Josh in all his glory. Follow us on all our bullshit at Reality Blows Podcast on Instagram. At Reality Blows Pod on Twitter. At Nick Maritato on Instagram. At, at Ashley B. <laughs> Roberts on Twitter. You can also find all of our Reality Blows stuff over on our Instagram bio. We have a link tree. Link that tree. <laughs> we got a Patreon. Hey, get I up in our shit. I just choked on myself. I just choked trying to be cool about Nick, the fact that together. we have a GoDaddy account with our website. Just doesn't, it's not working. We called up customer service, or Ashley did, and the lady was like, yeah, it works. And then Ashley was like, it doesn't. She's like, it does. I'm sorry. Goodbye. And then I, <laughs> I looked at the thing. I'm like, it's still not working. And Ashley just looked at me. She's like, the lady says it works. So it's I can't working in Arizona. I, so <laughs> if you're in Arizona, said. the lady was like, I don't know what to tell you. It's I'm in Arizona. It's working. Um, so let's give you an update on what's happening right now. This is going to be a very special podcast because what's happening is we're recording this in the early hours of monday morning gosh it must be 9 23 right now <laughs> in the morning and the stock market opens up in seven minutes ashley has gotten in to sort of penny stocks over on the robin hood app it's fun you know the robin hood app is fun you get like you're trading and so she kind of got me into it a little bit right yeah we talked about it last week right. on the pod so i uh bought a few things based on what ashley said and what nelson from the challenge said <laughs> <laughs> by the way i i messaged nelson on the challenge i was like thank you so much for that recommendation because he recommended a stock that has performed really well like it's it's doubled in the two weeks that i've had it and I was like, thank you so much for that. Just like wondering what your next move is, you know, financially. Like, what, and what'd he say? He didn't respond. Mm, Nelly, come on. But I did tell him that like we love him so That's much. It. He's getting a bad recap. No. Oh, damn, he's already off the show. Damn it. All right. So, um, no, we love Nelson. Never give him a bad so recap. So I finally got Nick involved in this. By the way, I've been doing stocks for a while now. Wouldn't you say? Like at least a year or two years I've been stocking it up. And trying to get Nick involved in stocks, trying to get him excited. I actually have been doing stocks a little longer than that. But um, so Nick's finally got the bug. I got the bug, dog. He's got it bad. I got it bad, dog. And there's been some stuff going on. I don't know if you pay attention to stocks at all, listener. But there's been some fun stuff in the market this past week with GameStop. And so Nick has been watching that happen real time um, on my account because I got into GameStop when I should have. Thank goodness. And I've been enjoying that. And so now uh, Nick I got to get in on the ground floor of one of these stupid ass companies that might make some money. Basically, we're waiting for the market to open. The so market opens in like in five, five minutes. minutes. And what's happening is I am. Ashley told me that I should invest in BlackBerry. That's right, folks. The BB, the old antiquated bullshit. But it's a little signature here. Um, on the stock market is BB and we like Big Brother. So I was like, we got to do it. Yeah. So that's what's going on there. So I was like, well, should we just wait for the market to open and then start the pod? And Nick was like, no, let's do it real time. So in a few minutes, I'm going to invest in BlackBerry and it's going to happen. I'm going to drop some major cash on BlackBerry. Major cash. The problem with the stock market, the, my only issue. Listen, let me tell you right only now. Issue, the problem with stock market. Problem with stock market. My only issue is that, wow, sorry, I just looked at this Nelson stock. It has continued to Guys, go up. Guys, it's crazy over here. I think we might start getting into cocaine. <laughs> That's how hardcore we're getting with these penny stocks. It's just like, okay, so your stock goes up and then you're like, oh, wow, my stock is worth like two times the amount of what I bought it for. But then what do you do? Do you sell it or do you hold on to it and hope that it just keeps going, baby, to the moon? To the moon, Alice. So I don't know what um, I'm going to do. I, I feel like I've made money, but in actuality, I, I haven't made any money because it's still just sitting in stocks. Right. It's just a digital number on it. Yeah. App. It's just, right, a, it's right, just right. like a game it's on my phone that I'm playing around with. Um, but I'm excited that Nick's taking a little bit of financial responsibility in this life. Guys, I got the fucking bug. And let me <laughs> tell you something right now. It ain't going to stop here. The Super Bowl coming up. I'm downloading FanDuel. I'm putting everything I got on the 
fucking pacers. No, we're not betting. We're not betting. <laughs> no, no. All right, listen, the pacers aren't going to be in the Super Bowl. That was my joke. But Ashley doesn't know that, so she can't be like, Nick, that's not a, a football team. That's how a two-man team works, not when the other person is dumb as well. That doesn't work. I just don't know what's going on with football. I'm so sorry. Um, well, we watched a little bit of football last night, did we not? We did. We watched some. We heard a fun story about your mom, which is that um, when she was younger, her parents had to go somewhere during the Super Bowl, so they had her watch it to report back. That's right. I'm guessing this was before VHS tapes. Um, right, and, and then my grandfather had her, you know, figuring out, watching the Super Bowl and reporting back to him while uh, he was on some trip. And then when she asked, um, you know, when he asked, how, how is it going? She said, great, uh, Joe Minnesota is doing excellent instead mm -hmm. of Joe Montana. So mm -hmm. there you go. That's fun. That's it's a fun, fun story. Fun little story. Um, Nick, how are you feeling? It's two minutes before the market opens. Guys, I'm trembling. Uh, I would say that there's piss rolling down my pants, but it's now poopies <laughs> and it's rolling up my pants. That's how crazy this is, guys. I will say that my... My, okay, so this is my journey with stocks. Let's hear them. Which is that um, when everything... Okay, so I, I had a few a couple of years. I got some a couple of years ago. I got an Edward Jones account when I was like... Ed Jones? In my mid-20s because my grandmother was like, what do you want for your birthday? And I was like, I don't know, stocks and Starbucks. I love Starbucks, you know? I just want to like... I think I was going through a minimalism phase in my late 20s. I didn't want anything. I just wanted her to spend, you know, like the $50 or whatever on some stocks. So she um, set me up with an Ed Jones account. I have since learned that Edward Jones is not something that you want to mess around with. If you're thinking about getting an Why? Edward Jones account, don't do it. They charge, their, their fees are insane. Their fees are insane. Now that I have like a little bit of agency in this world and I'm like, have my own accounts with different broker brokerages, I see that Edward Jones is like, they're like, we're going to help you. We're going to help you. But they charge you for every stock investment. There's a certain percentage. That's wild. Um, they're just, they, their fees are crazy. So just avoid Edward Jones. Not into that. I also don't find oh, them to man. be. This podcast should be called Stock Boys. Like we're stock shells. Oh, that's but, fun. But we're the, we're, we stock. But they don't also have like any sort of user information. Like I've got a Fidelity account and like their educational um, system and their, their analysis is great. Like I can like see what other Fidelity people are buying and what people who have the same stocks as me are interested in. And they have just like a lot of user information. Boom. Stock market is open. How do you know it's open? It's 930 and things start changing. Oh, okay. So, okay. Go for it. Go yeah, for it. Yeah. Go for it. Nick. Now, I know if there's like a listener out there that is like actually knows about stocks, then you are going to really cringe at what I'm about to say. Oh, no, Ash. So uh, so then I started buying stocks on my own, um, especially like when like freaking pandemic happened because everything dropped so low that I was like, wow, I can afford Disney. I also just kind of buy, I, I'm an emotional buyer. I buy stocks and companies that I like, which is not what you're supposed to do. <laughs> like you're supposed to like research the company and find out, I don't know if it's good or if it has a future, but I'm just like, I like target, you know? So that's not the right thing to do, but I, I'm dealing with like just a handful of stocks here. This is child's play. Um, so it's not, I, I don't feel too, I'm not too worried about it, but then there is, I even don't even know if I, I should like address the fact that, um, Robin hood, when you buy, when you get a Robin hood app, okay, you should get a link from someone you love because when you get that link and you uh, do the account, you get a free stock and they get a free stock. And when I got my free stock from Robin hood, it was just this little dinky stock. It was like five bucks. And I was like, okay, they recommended this stock. I'll buy 10 of them. You know, I was like, whatever. I'll just buy 10 of this stock that Robinhood has recommended. And that has since gone up, um, you know, a lot. It has gone up to like $60 a stock now, which is incredible. So when Nick got his stock, I was like, tell me what it is. I'm going to buy 20 of it and uh, hope that it grows mm. in the same way. And I can't even tell if it has, uh, to be quite honest. <laughs> That's the problem. I open this app up, and I look at it, and like, what's nice about it is, for the most part, the stuff that we have bought, like, 
if it's red, it's gone down. If it's green, it's gone up. So I see that it's green and I go, oh, good. But then I look, I hit the button on it and there's a there's like a graphing chart. And uh, it, it's like it, it looks good because it's going in the right direction. But then it's also pretty jagged at some point. <laughs> and then I look at my main number, which it's cool. Robin, Robin Hood's like, yeah, you put five bucks in. Now you have eight bucks. And you're like, yeah, baby, I got eight bucks now. <laughs> so <laughs> that's basically what I do. And then I'll look at my app again, like the next day or a couple hours later, and I'll go, mm, I only have four dollars. <laughs> and then an hour later, I go, I got seven bucks. So that's basically what I've been. I've been letting it ride. That's what we do. We let it ride in the stock market. We don't just pull out all of our shit. We just let it ride. And so that's why it's like, fuck it, man. I'm gonna download FanDuel. I'm gonna blow everything I got Stop on the New York that. Knickerbockers. What? I don't like. I don't. I don't want you to be a gambler. I don't like. You've turned gambling. me into this. No. Yeah, I'm seriously. I'm going outside to play three card Monty with my new friend Monty. Oh my god. As a friend I've made around the corner named Monty, he's got three cards, and he swears to God that I can't find the Ace of Spades or the Queen of Hearts. Ash, what are you doing over there? I'm looking at my. This stats. is a two man part. This is a two man podcast. Hey, I, I was vamping when you were over there. Opening. Well, that was part of our little deal of the of I, I told the listeners what we were doing, so it was fun. You could have narrated what I was doing. Instead, you went on some sort of Edward Jones rant, <laughs> which I'm you. sure is going to get us fucking sued. <laughs> How dare you? All right, let's move off of this topic. So Ashley and I are addicted to stocks. We're also addicted to TikTok. Can't get off it. It's it's an emotional roller coaster for Ashley. I love it. The ups and the downs, much like the stock market. I hate. I love it. I hate it. I I've I have a video on TikTok that has a million views. I started putting TikToks up in December. Hit the jackpot on like my seventh view. Got a million views. Then I had another one get like uh, hundred and fifty. Then I had another one get like 40, 150,000. Then I had another one get 40,000. And then the rest are just getting like 200, 300. Okay. And it's killing and that, me. And that ain't 1,000, folks. It's killing me. I'm like, wait a minute. What did I do here wrong? Okay. Do I need to just throw as much shit against the wall as I can and hope something sticks? I did get a video taken down what? by their censorship uh, committee. For what? They said I violated some rules. Which was the what was the video? Describe it. It's a joke where I'm talking about how I'm talking about having never participated in a threesome. Oh. So it's like I'm not talking about being in one. That's not the joke. The joke is not being in one. And they took it down because I said the word threesome and they said I violated their community guidelines. Basically, TikTok is like Disney. Okay. Uh, well, here's the thing. I think that somebody has to say, oh, this is dirty. I don't like this. Really? Yeah, I looked into it because I started TikTok, and I mean, if that one, I'm not getting as many views as you, so not enough people are, you know, watching my TikToks to care. I think, but I've put put some some of the most vile shit I've ever put on the internet on TikTok. <laughs> I'm not I'm not putting nudity up there, but I've just a lot of poo poo and pee pee. I decided that on my TikTok, it might be fun if my TikTok is just full of what you would consider toilet humor. And so you decided that would be fun as if that's not your main <laughs> MO in all situations. It is not. It is not. I'm telling you, I have other things that I do, but I made a choice to go. Let's just get into the creeps of TikTok. I want creepy people on TikTok to like me rather than whoever else is on TikTok, which I imagine are young women who want to see people crafting. I, I don't really know. That's not the side that of TikTok I'm on. That seems to be a big, a big part of it. I'm not. I, I, my TikTok... Well, anyway, so I, I've put up some of the most, really, some of the most vile material that I've ever released on the internet. And if anybody ever found it that I knew, I'd be embarrassed because the stuff I'm saying on there is just really disgusting. Just really. I mean, if anyone ever found it, you'd be embarrassed. My family finds all your stuff and loves it. If your family found this, they wouldn't want me over once the pandemic is done. Didn't my mom texted me last night and was like, "Nick has a TikTok. He's so funny." Oh, that's right. Your your mom. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Well, your mom is a different breed, I guess. Yeah. So she's a different breed than maybe if your dad found this. I okay. Would say. Well, my dad finding that. I mean, I'm God forbid about, that ever happened. I'm more thinking about your your you know your little brother. You know, if your oh little brother God. ever caught wind of what was going on here, he'd never be allowed to hang out with me anymore. Listen, I was doing a um. I was teaching on I'm Saturday. I'm not a good role model if I'm talking about celebrity fetishes and 
I was teaching on Saturday, um, kids and in, in comedy, and um, I just was like trying to. Th- we do warm up exercises where we do like uh, you know like. 10 Disney princesses gone wrong or something. So I'm just trying to think like what can a, what will be interesting to these kids. So I was like, ah, uh, what's uh five things an, an adult should make a TikTok about? You know, cuz I thought they would be like funny with it, like taxes, what's going on in their basement. You know, that's the kind of stuff I thought that kids were going to say. And instead they were like, "Do you have a TikTok?" And I was like, "Oh shit." Oh shit. Record, record scratch. Like, I teach older kids, and I'd be freaked out if they found my TikTok. Because your kids are young. They're babies. They can't hear some of those things. No. That threesome one, maybe they're the one who flagged it. Oh, my God. My teach, teach, can't talk about that. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I think I have to quit my job for my creative freedom. No, you got to keep that job. How do I um? How do I censor these kids from seeing my stuff? This is an ongoing I, battle in my life. Children that I'm close to looking me up on I the internet. I think the way you're supposed to do it is not put your fucking name on these things. I am a I am a professional I entity. I do the same thing. In the world. Who's talking about whether or not Zayn Malik drinks piss? Nick Maritato <laughs> at Nick Maritato <laughs> on TikTok, <laughs> not at Mister Fuckface or whatever I should be called. Um, you know, I do like when people come up, it's really of a, of a different generation, but here's, cause here's the thing, like, yeah, we may be trying to be public figures or whatnot and, and trying to be making it in this business. So you keep your name the same, yeah, but we're not making it as the problem. And I'll tell you what, <laughs> there are younger performers out there. If you look at their names on these things, it is not their name. It's a fun joke or it's just, it's a play mm. on words, usually because they can't get their name. I have a pretty ethnic name. Yeah. So my last name is very Italian. It's not, you know, Stu Jennings. You know what I mean? If it right. was Stu Jennings, I probably would have a tough time getting Stu Jennings. It would be Stu Art 6969 Gen Man at, you know, whatever. You know, I'd have to do something like that. So if you can get your full name and it doesn't, it's not altered, I, in, in my day, you get your full name, you know? Like I've been uh, on the phone with a lot of uh, uh, customer service people lately um, since for the past couple months. And uh, I have to say, you know, my name a lot. And then they'll, you know, they'll oftentimes they want to send, they want to put my email on file. So I give them my e- email. My email is my fucking name. I mean, uh, no, please no, don't send me no spam, but uh, it's my <laughs> name, you know. And uh, people are like, I've gotten a couple people who are like, oh, got in there early. You know what I mean? Hey, that's pretty easy. Like where I guess people have emails um, that aren't their name because they can't get Stu Jennings at gmail.com. I mean, that's Hey Julia Johns. Right. Yeah. Our friend. Well, you just gave uh, our (laughs) our friend's email out to. uh, Well, I actually don't think that's her email. I think that's her her Twitter handle. Oh, that's right. It is. You're right. It is. So Um, and I think that Do you have people using your name. No, you have to use Brooke all the time. Like some sort of um, megalomaniac. Yeah, I started using Brooke at the beginning of the Internet because um, Ashley Roberts was a pussycat doll. So everything was already taken for Ashley Roberts. So now, I was like, Ashley Brooke Roberts. In high school, were, did people call you Ashley Brooke? Only, no, only in like professional settings. It's like, I don't think that you guys have this sort of ideology up here, but it's like Ashley hey. Brooke Roberts is my full name. What are you trying to say? We're fucking heathens? It's used in professional settings. It's used, if I was a kid, it would be used with an adult, okay? So it's like a professional name, but like Ashley is my shorthand name if we're friends. Right. The only way I can describe it is like, you know how in Spanish there's, um, you know, words you use when you don't know someone and then familiar words. <laughs> yeah. That's like basically the name thing. Uh, Does us- that make sense? Is it the usted version? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's like formal and then like, you know, so Ashley Brooke Roberts. You know, I do remember being getting like an Ashley Brooke when I was in trouble as a kid. That would be used in a stern way. Um, but no, for the most part, I was, if you knew me, I was just Ashley, I was just Ashley Roberts. I was just like, that was the familiar. That's just the, the easy peasy. We're on good terms. Now talking about customer service, as you know, listener, cause you did listen to last week's episode, Nick and I spent a good portion of our life this month on the phone with customer service. So I have to say my name over and over and over again. And I always spell out my name. 
right? I'm just like Ashley, S-H-L-E-Y. I spell it all out. So I was doing it for this woman, and then she was like saying it back to me, and she was like, Ashley spelled the regular way, Brooke spelled the regular way, Robert spelled the regular way. I was like, damn, this lady, like, (laughs) she burned me. And she also clued me in to just how I should do it from now on. Just yeah, say but it then like the regular like, oh, way. Ashley spelled the regular way. So A-S-H-L-E-I-G-H because that's the way I spelled it for my daughter. Like, you know, you, you, she's being a jerk, this lady is what I'm saying. Yeah. But it is a long name to have to spell out. Now, I say, I say, uh, yeah, first name Nicholas, last name Maritato. That's M-A-R-I-T as in Tommy, A. T as in Tommy O. That's how I do it. T as in Tommy. Because people, Maritato freaks everybody out. The two T's in there will freak everybody out. Everyone they, thinks they, it's Maridato. D-A-T-O. No. Maridato. That is a login account that my mom has. You you have that stuck in your head. Yeah. Because we were using my mother's uh, cable account login, and we always laughed at the login name being Maradato. And who did so that? She did. She just said it and then never corrected the guy. And so the guy lot probably, you know, she went on customer service to set this up, and that's yeah. what happened. Right? Uh. Never changed it. So it was just there for years, and we were using it for years. Right. So that was just, I never heard that. What it would be the, the swap of it. Maritato, so people would be T T A D O. Because you kind of throw the last T is kind of um, a softer T than the first one. Yeah. Because if not, you sound like um, two tippy top T Maritato tippy top. You know what I mean? It sounds like you're like, you have to be like, (laughs) you know, a Pygmalion or something, uh, My Fair Lady, where you're like, pronounce the T's, (laughs) both tippy T T's. So, like, if I'm like Maritato, you know what I mean? Like, it's not how I say it. Right. I kind of just, what I do is I garble it. I garble it and I throw it away. Maritato. Maritato. And that's the other thing is Tato and Tato. So, I have to say Tato on the phone. I say Tato. I kind of lean on Tato. Yeah. Because it's just easier for my head to to make that choice. But on the phone, I have to say Tato because then it's like Todd is like T-O-D, right? So, it's like there's there's a whole thing going on that you have to. It's hard. So what people do is when when they say it, they'll I get I'll get a lot of Marietto, because for some reason that first T gets kind of lost in the sauce. It just kind of people kind of lose it, you know, as they're saying it. And also, I find most um, I've never heard anyone talk about their. You have thought about this. This is oh, an yeah. ongoing battle you had in your life. I'm a person that you know, not in the last year, but. For a good majority of my adult life, people have publicly had to say my name into right. a microphone as I was introduced onto a stage. And they will, hands down, get your name wrong. People get names wrong. They get Ashley Brooke Roberts wrong. I have been brought up by Ashley Brooks Roberts. That's very popular, putting an S on Brooks. Also, over the quarantine, I did a Zoom show, an improv Zoom show, and I got Ashley Brooks reverted. Which has never happened before. Reverted. And blows my mind. What what happened with reverted? I don't know, but it is the funniest thing I've ever heard. Anyway, continue. So they'll they'll get lost in the sauce. It just that first tea gets lost in the sauce, and then so there's a lot of (laughs) Mariano in there. But I've thought, you know, as a younger person, yeah, and as an older person doing comedy, I've I've thought about the idea of like, should I just change my name to something that's easier to do? I, I and and when you get into comedy. And you start meeting comedians, you realize I would say like there's about forty percent of comedians have altered their name in some way, shape, or form. In my 100%. opinion, hundred percent. No, forty percent. No, but I'm saying I agree with you hundred <laughs> percent. Well, you would see why that's confusing, right? <laughs> so um, yeah, so, comedians love to alter their. And names. then I'm just like, you know, I, when I went to my first open mic, yeah, and I put, filled my name out, and I went up on stage and I got introduced as my name, yeah. Um, in my mind, I go, that's it. I can't ever change it because the people in this room will be like, that guy, you mean Nick Mariato? Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he's not Nicky Star, you know, or whatever I changed my name to. You know what I mean? So it's like. Do you feel like having that name has held you back? Um, in my mind, I feel like ha- having that name has ruined a little bit of my confidence on stage at, at times. Babe. Because, what you know, there's nothing worse than when somebody introduces you. Here's the thing. So when you do comedy and you're doing stand-up for like the most part, like there's a lot of times where you know everybody on the show. I mean, that's yeah. the majority of oh, it. Oh, I you know, know what everybody. you're about to say. But there, a lot of other times is where you're like, you don't know the host and like you're just booked on a show because that's how it works. Yeah. And so like a, a, a host to the audience 
really, I mean, it's been a long time since I've not known about the workings of stand-up, but, like, I, I think the people in the audience think, like, everybody's, like, all good and friends. You know right, what I mean? Like, right. And so when the host, who's been fun all night, hopefully, um, you know, comes up and then introduces the, hey, you're next to me, you're going to love this guy, he's hilarious, and then they, like, have sh- they struggle saying the person's name. Right. It invalidates everything. Um, it just said. is like, oh, this guy is a nobody. He, the, yeah. the host, doesn't even know how to say his name. Right. So like, this guy, next guy is so funny. You're gonna love him. I think he's hilarious. Give it up for uh, Nick Mars. Yeah, Marahenye. You know, it's like, whoa. And then you're guy? like, it's actually Maritata. Yeah. Well, I stopped correcting people a long time oh, ago. Oh, really? Because it doesn't matter. If Because normally they'll say it with confidence, and even if it's wrong. Yeah. And the audience, for the most part, doesn't know who you are, you know? So yeah. you, you go up on stage, and you just accept it, and you move on, and you just do your set. And then, you know, maybe tell them later if you care. But uh, I will say my name at the end. Or I'll say it in the beginning. Like I've had people that to me say I'm not that you and I are different comedians, but yeah. saying your name at the end is so corporate to me that I would never do it. I've but I've done it. Remember me. Hi, remember me and, and find me online. Nick, I'm not a nerd <laughs> and I don't appreciate that act out. I have um That's just how you sound. No, you I, they can't see the body language that you just did. Thank you guys. I'm Ashley Buck Roberts. Follow me on something. He's putting his hand up. He's looking <laughs> like a freaking dweeb while he's doing this act out. Um, no, people have said my name wrong, like Ashley Brooks Roberts. And I've been like, hey, guys, my name's Ashley Brooks Roberts. And I'm from North Carolina. Or, you know, like I'll like use it to lead into a I joke. I hear you. I hear you. But I'm autobiographical. Like you can't go up there and be like, hi, my, they're like, it's Nick Marasasis. And then you go up, you go, hey, my name's Nick Maritato. And I love eating socks. That's not really going to be. <laughs> I got to run an eating socks bit now. Yeah. I can't believe you don't already have Um, one. No, you know, I've worked on more recently. I've worked on material that says my la- that that my my first bit is my last name. Yeah. Um, and I've decided that that's got to be the way you go with it. Right. Where that first bit is you say your last name and it's about my last name and it's mm-hmm. about how it's hard to say. Yeah. I have some jokes about it. Um, you know, and I, I wrote a joke about it that I kind of liked a little bit about how I want to, um, you know, I want a television show, but I want it to sound cool. So, um, you know, um, Americanos in the grotto with Nick Maritato, you know, mm-hmm. but then the last one is like, you know, the next, the last, the, whatever the last example was is like, you know, the joke one, which is like a silly thing. You know, Americanos in the grotto with Nick Maritato is like kind of fun to say, you know, but then the last one is like, you know, something filthy or whatever the joke one was. So it, it wasn't me just pitching ideas for fun names there was a punchline there i just don't remember what it was but i took that from my inspiration of hard last names who's a super famous comedian who people still can't really say his name but like would never he didn't change his name so i'm like why would i change my name oj simpson no um zach galifianakis yeah that's all ethnic name it's greek instead of italian but it's ethnic there's so many i a n k you know there's so much shit in there that it's like that's harder name to look at and and say than my name right it's not roberts no and he's incredibly famous yeah and the fact that his name is like long and strange i think adds to it a little bit right you know if that was like pete blue right (laughs) like he would just seem like i don't know there's something about it but he has jokes about his last name Mm. like he has a bit that he goes my name is zach galifianakis i hope i'm pronouncing that right oh that's That's so easy it's so easy and such a good joke Um, what if i changed my name he said it it started rita hayworth my my name is zach galifianakis and my grandfather was uh, my grandfather used to tell me it's it, it starts it's great it starts with a gal and ends with a kiss and I go, great grandpa, can we change our name to Zach Galifianak fuck? <laughs> um, so, wow. you know, stupid joke, but you're saying the name over and over again. You're yeah. owning the name. Yeah. It, it's part of the act. It gets it out of the, you know, the the the, the, the audience will remember Galifianakis because he wrote a joke where it says it. So there's like, you know. I'm sure he was just like at some point like I got to write jokes so I'm going to write jokes about my name because he's kind of a joke writer. But I bet you it was a lot of like these people can't you know the the fucking host is butchering my name. Right. (laughs) You know no one's ever going to be able to blah blah blah. So you know business cards and stuff like that used to help 
You know, here's my name spelled out. Here's a business card. Right, but you no know, one's doing nobody that. Nobody does that. You have to like literally look somebody up on your phone after the show. Yeah. And hope you sp- it, it autocorrects right. So M A R I T A T O. Right. That's how you should end your set. <laughs> Just spelling it. Yeah. And remember, that's M A R I. Thank like, you. Good night. I'm like some sort of like uh, you know like uh, call service. Mm-hmm. Don't forget M A R I. T-A-T-M. T as in Tommy. T as in Tammy. A as in Anthony. Anyway, so our, we're, we're obsessed with TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with our lives? And uh, you were going to talk about the algorithm on TikTok because it's like Nick and I can be, we're in the same house getting wildly different videos. I'll I like tell that you. you <laughs> I like that the idea that we're in the same house should hold bearing on what kind of algorithms we get on our Instagram why do you or, like that when that is a hundred percent what internet research has been documenting for the past decade that what? where what do you where your location is often determines the prices of things online the news that you're getting etc etc um the algorithm that we have mine is like basically a lot of like cottage core do you get cottage core i get cottage cheese do you know what cottage core is? No, I don't know what cottage core is. It's I don't like get that. gals dressing up in like f- like really big dresses and like running through fields while piano music plays. What? Like cottage, like they dress like they're in the yeah, co- like yeah, cottage. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Like and then core is from like, like the 18th century. Core is like the the way that you're like that's this person's lifestyle. That's cottage like a, core. A yeah. Suffix core is like, you know, if I was norm core, I'd be living a pretty normal life clothing wise right so i get I'm hardcore co- i'm a pretty hardcore dude cottage core i get a lot of cottage core core vids i get a lot of like like super liberal not even liberal like socialist and sometimes anarchist redneck weed farmers that is like an algorithm i'm in for sure lots of like people in the woods talking about like natural plants and natural medicine is that on your tiktok no i get weed people but it's more like i saw i heard if you're on my page that means you must be a weenie here's my pot smoke okay (laughs) i don't get any of that then they blow pot smoke at the camera that's literally what i get like it's it's i think they use the same because tiktok's like the big thing is like you kind of use people's sound and you kind of do your version of whatever the dance or the sound or whatever yeah. lip syncing things and it's like this one sound where this person's like they say that a person's for your page means that they're they're they've got the same interests and then it's like you and me probably would want to hang out and when they do that they blow pot smoke at the camera no yeah i swear that's not a thing <laughs> Swear to God, That's and it's so like lame. a, or it's like a guy grinding weed. Now I don't search for weed online. I don't do yeah, it. Yeah, right. I, I don't. Why would I do that? But it must be just like the content I'm putting up, plus the things that I'll watch longer on on my for you page will allow that to be part of it. But yeah, that's the type of I get lame weed guy content. That's what I get. Um, what else do you get? So I get a mixture of this. This is great. I get I get that, you know, is there's not much of the weed guy stuff. I would say that's a small uh, demographic in my for you page. And I should we have a, we have older folks who listen to this. Let me just go into what this is, okay? Like my dad listens to this. He don't know what TikTok is. So let me explain what it is. Your dad knows what TikTok no, is. No, he doesn't. I'm telling you, he does not. He does not give a shit about this stuff. So TikTok is a, a, a social media platform, and what's special about it, it's all videos, and when you sign on, it's just a continuous continuous scroll of people that you've never seen before, you don't know usually, and it's just constant videos. But what happens is the algorithms on these apps will tap into your interests based on whatever they get it from, you know, either from your search, your searching, what you, what you watch a little bit longer, your name, your age, your, you know, whatever demographics you fall into. And uh, so then, like, you start, as you start scrolling and watching, it starts building sort of a biography for you. It starts tailoring this thing more to your personalities. And once you're on there for a while, you get sort of stuck in what they call, like, the corners of TikTok, what side of TikTok you're on. And I will get vastly different videos on my uh, randomly generated for you page than Ashley. So Ashley's saying that she gets this thing called cottage core with people who look like they're in, live in a cottage running through a field. Yeah. Right? And they usually have like dogs with them and they're like saying poetry over piano music. Right. And what I'm getting is Italian dads 
screaming at their families at the dinner table. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's that is the corner of TikTok I found myself in is literally a guy walking into the kitchen and like a daughter or a son in the corner of the kitchen, like recording this. And then a dad being like, who ate all my friggin' devil dogs? You know, I eat devil dogs on friggin' Sundays and it's friggin' Sunday. And look at this box. Look. And he like shakes it out. Are there any friggin' devil dogs in here? No. Who's? I swear to God, there's a video of this that exactly this. I'm not making this up. So that's that. Or it's a mom, like where like a daughter goes up to a mom who's got like making a big pot of sauce. They're all like from New Jersey and like Long Island. How did you get into this? I am in New Jersey TikTok big time. Wow. So, so then it's like a daughter. She's filming her, her her mom and her mom's like stirring a big pot of sauce. And then she's like, Mom, don't you think that's too much friggin sauce? And then all of a sudden the mom will be like, too much friggin sauce. Who the fuck are you say too much friggin sauce? I got to feed this whole friggin family. And you think it's too much friggin sauce? I'm the one who's cooking. I'm going to drink all the sauce. And you love all this. Like that's literally no. what I swear to God. That is mostly my TikTok. Weird. It's mostly that. Then I also get like punk rock people telling me what their favorite bands are. I get one guy who just does his little like his his like hardcore like circle pit like mosh pit dances like in different places like ones in a field on the top of a building like on the top of a car like in a freezer at a McDonald's. I will also get people who, and you've told me about this, and I found myself in this corner of TikTok, people in like the back area of like a fast food restaurant being like, all right, guys, here it is. You want to know what's in the McRib? Okay, this is how we make it. And then they'll make a McRib. And then this one guy, this is great. I got this guy who like was was like in the freezer of a McDonald's. He'd be like, wow, we made it to 100,000. I can't even believe it. I got 100,000 on these views and I'm going to do it. Tonight I'm going to go live and you can ask me any questions about what it's like to work in a kitchen at McDonald's. And he was going live at the time. So I clicked on it and it was just this fat kid who was sitting in his room and then there was like hundreds of comments scrolling and he was like, yeah, yeah, don't eat the Mc, don't eat the fish fillets, don't eat the fish fillets. It's all the worst parts of the fish and they just smash it together and they make you eat that shit. Do not eat the fish fillets. And then people are like, what about the Cinnabons? He's like, yo, the, Cinnabon, the Cinnabons are bomb. Get the Cinnabons, yo. Cinnabons, yo. They're bomb. They're bomb. That kid's making thousands of dollars. I know. It's crazy. And there's people are so... I asked him, why are the shake machines always broken? Yeah, what did he say? Didn't answer my question. Mm. <laughs> so That is the only question anyone has. So I... That That's was, the most important question. These are. This is what I get on, on TikTok. You know, I also... In the beginning of my TikTok, I was really kind of in a trance watching the TikTok viral dances. Yeah. That was like what I thought it was because I think what happens when you join TikTok, they kind of give you the starter kit for you page, yeah. which is like, here's what TikTok's known for. It's these dances that everybody does to these same songs. And so I watched those same TikTok dances done by hundreds and hundreds of different people. And so that's kind of what I was dealing with. I am do not get viral dances anymore. I'm off of that side You're of TikTok. You're off the viral TikTok. No. I mean, I will get somebody, uh, I will get a woman who is dressed up in um, like pajamas and then like the beat drops and she's like in a ball gown or in like some sort of sexy outfit. Yeah. That's like the only like regular trend I see is like the transformation trends. And it's like, you always stick around like even though I know what I'm in for it's like oh here's that song again and yes this woman who's not wearing any makeup right now uh, you know it's like I bet you she's wearing a lot of makeup when the <laughs> when the beat drops and rest assured she's wearing a lot of makeup when the beat drops and um, you know you got to watch the transformations it's kind of like a Tyra Banks show like you're, you're going to stick around to see the makeover you know mm. what I mean so makeovers will win forever um so those are my sides of TikTok. I, I'm not I'm, I'm trying to find my way into more wholesome TikTok. I do feel like my TikTok is a little like abrasive. Yeah. When I go on there. Um, and also like uh, you get involved in like you're in I was in pink, punk rock TikTok the other day and like there was some sort of drama that went down in the punk rock TikTok. And like there was a woman on there explaining about like one this one punk rock TikToker who has been taking advantage of his followers and stuff like that. And I'm like, and they're doing it through TikToks. So I'm like scrolling through this person's like 15 second videos to hear the whole story. And then at one point I'm like, I think I might have to go to bed now. <laughs> it's three in the fucking morning. My God. 
So yeah, it's been a wild ride over here as two thirty-year-old, uh, mid-thirties people on TikTok trying. And plus, I'm like, hey, also, we're just two mid-thirties people trading stocks and making TikToks. Yeah, that's all we do. That's all we do now. That's I mean, our that, life. that we watch a little bit of Big Brother at night. Should we talk about Big Brother? Big Brother. Yeah, I think we should talk about Big Brother. So we decided to watch season 19, which is Josh's season. That's Josh's season. It's also, if you are Big Brother fans, this is the original Christmas season as well. Mm. Um, so those are the two people that we know. Do we know anybody else on this show before coming in? We knew. We know the big muscly guy and the we blonde. We do, Mark. We knew Mark. Mark and Alana. Al- Elena. Elena. Yeah, because they were on X on the Beach season three. Season two, I think, right? It was the one right before the peak that we bailed out on. And peak was three. I think. No, peak you're was right. Four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it was season three. This is the Devin season on uh, of X on the Beach, and we were watching it, and I was like, that guy looks so familiar. Yeah, we're like, where do we know this guy from? And then like the the woman was on the show, and we just never mentioned never. anything from well, her. Well, well, she just showed up as an ex, so we only saw on her X for a couple beach, of right. episodes. We saw him a lot because he was having um, a relationship. It, air quotes. It was like. Uh, such a highlight and like gave me such a dopamine hit when you were like did you figure out he was on x on the beach yeah when you're like he was on x on the beach and we're like oh my god and then then like he's like (laughs) and then this marlena or whatever her name is or elena Elena. walk in walks into the door and then like mark's looking at her and like wow i can't believe it she's so hot and man this is gonna be trouble and like i it was like like a four second like hmm Oh shit! That's she who was on she was the ex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was so excited to have put that fucking puzzle together. Yeah, it's like we're doing all this research. We got to be tested yeah, at some right. point. So that is like when you see somebody and you're like, I know him from a show I watched. Like, yeah, it really is exciting. That's exciting when it's a uh, character crossover. Right. So we're watching the season nineteen, and um, we're only watching it for Josh. Yeah. I think that's important. And to spoiler know. alert: Josh wins this season. Yeah, so. we know. Um, so Josh is on this motherfucker and he comes in and I'm waiting to see like his gameplay and we're, we're like five or six, maybe even seven episodes in at this point. Yeah. And, uh, we're like two weeks into the game and, um, and, and uh, we're like, well, how does he, how do you think he wins this game? And like, is he doing some crazy strategy? It turns out he just has like a mental breakdown in like the first week of this game that might put him off the radar from everybody in the enti- for the entire show. Like I can't tell what the hell is going on. So, he shows up on the second day. He's bawling. Well, well, can we just go back to his like intro video? First of yes. all, his intro video, he's in Miami with his family and salsa dancing with his mom. Like yeah. and to show like, look, I'm a mama's boy. I got family. I love my family. And then all of a sudden, like, he, he we get in, his, our first interview from him, like, going into the house. And he's like, everybody plays this game a different way. And what I'm going to do is come in and pretend like I like everybody. But really, I'm going to play cutthroat. I'm going to do everything I can to win this money because I'm crazy and that's what I do. Like, he came in so intense. It was like... He was like grimacing. It just didn't seem like Josh. It's not the Josh we know and love. So we're like, whoa, what is this? And then so he comes in like day two starts crying because he misses his family and everybody's consoling him. And then after a competition, like he takes like this safety. first competition the first one for head of household there is like a twist where if you grab this um golden apple you get you're safe for the week but you screw over your whole team so clearly big brother's like you're not going to do that on the first head of household competition you're not going to show your colors on literally the first thing you're going to try and pretend to be a team player not josh not josh he grabs this thing and then comes back and screams at his team i know what you're doing my back was against the wall. I had to do this. I had to do this. I was going home when like he was not going home. Literally no one was thinking about him no. or talking about him. No. Everyone's looking around. They're so confused. This other cat, this other lady walks up to him. She's like, what's going on? He's like, I hate you. I, you're the worst person in this house. Like, I don't trust you. There's a target on my back and it's your fault. You were going to send me home. And she was like, I'm sorry, Josh. I never like this nice woman. You know, who's like, he was in Iraq and she was, uh, or, or Afghanistan as an interrogator. Yeah. Like, she also she's like. a dog walker now. She, she organized nice. a nerd alliance yeah, right she, off the bat. I mean, to be honest, this woman was the person who w- would have like galvanized enough people in the house to start to start making big moves yeah a normal situation somebody would have noticed that and then just been like yeah this team needs to get broken up this is not how this went down Uh -uh. josh had a psychotic break it seems like he started becoming extremely paranoid 
he freaked out on this woman twice like in like the second one was like scary yeah and like everybody went up to him and was like dude she was scared like why'd you do that and then he like realized it because some guy because like he clearly is one of these people like if a woman tells him something he's like what you fucking crazy bitch and then some guy who's like kind of like a dad figure older guy was like dude that was crazy like she was scared he was like oh my god i can't believe i did that i'm so sad right now and then he got really sad and he started crying and then like took a nap and woke up and went to like the person he had just screamed at as she was doing dishes got like really close to her like took a cup down was like i need some water and took some water and then he was like hey listen when you have a chance i know you don't want to um talk to me right now but when you have a chance i would like to talk to you and then she was like okay let's talk and Uh. then he was like i'm so sorry about what i did to you um i didn't mean it i should have never yelled at you i I, it was horrible that i did this and then this woman's like okay i forgive you but i'm not gonna forget this and then in her interview she was just like i'm like completely marked out by everybody like he's ruining my game i got a huge target on my back then people kind of just looked at her as like a, a disposable character sort of so then the head of household was like i'm putting you up the same woman i don't like you I'm I'm putting this person up because I respect their game and I'm putting you up because I just don't like you. And then the woman was like, why does everybody hate me? She's the nicest lady. Yeah. And then later she tried to maybe kind of. I think her name is Megan. Megan. Megan tries to really like, you know, she realizes the house is divided. She's got her crew of like the nerdier crew. She went up to like her cohort and was like, hey, listen, like somebody from like the hot people crew, like said something racist about you. Now, yes. She did have it wrong, okay? But the thing that she kind of, the words she messed up and she did have it wrong, they still were pretty racist, actually. Yeah, this woman was calling an Asian woman in the house the name of another Asian the Big Brother season. cast member. I don't know if it was the previous one, it was, but it, it was, was recent. It, it was a, a previous cast member. So she was basically saying, like, she was calling her the other Asian lady's name. Yeah, it started which, with the P. To me, it was like Pow Pow or something like that. Yeah. And uh, then, so... But this woman, Megan, tells her that like this hot girl said that was calling you panda. Yeah. Which was not wouldn't didn't happen. But I I could see how that mistake was made. Yes. Anyway. So then the woman who she told her her friend, the nerdy lady, goes up to this other one was like, hey, I heard you're being racist. And then the hot one was like, no, she's lying. That's not what happened. Okay. So sorry, babe. But um, the guy from the season before, what's his name? Paul? Yeah. The one that okay, he overheard the blonde lady saying it to her friend, and then instead of correcting her, because he was there for both times, he went and told the hot lady, "Hey, she went over there and said that to the." Um, no, she he said, "Oh, apparently you're racist now." That's what uh, yeah. Megan is saying to what's her name. So then the hot lady went up to the woman, immediately approached her, yelled at her, and then yelled and then told the woman, "Hey, I didn't say that." And instead of the nerdy friend from the nerdy crew like having Megan's back, she immediately. He was like, I can't believe she lied to me completely. Let's get her out of this house. Yeah. I fucking hate you. Yeah, it was really fucked up. And it was, but I think it's what is happening is that like she was marked as the one who was leaving. So right. it was just like pile on her. And then, so then this Megan is like, can't believe that. And like what it looked like to be one day, she gets singled out three times. Yeah. And like literally yelled at three times and made to feel awful. She goes into the diary room and never comes out. Right. And I I did some research on Reddit, like what happened, like from our perspective, it doesn't even look like she's bad. Like, why is everyone ganging up on her? And this is like uh, um, a move on on the show that is mentioned a lot as one of the reasons why the live feeds should be turned on immediately because the live feeds hadn't been turned on yet. The live feeds got turned on and she was gone. So they don't turn the live feeds on until the first episode airs. So, oh, interesting. Yeah, so they except for twenty two, twenty two, they jumped them right on before the uh, before the first oh, elimination. Well, there you go. Um, but uh, you know, yeah. So apparently, she she went home and and Ashley looked at an AMA from her on Reddit and asked me anything, and um, she said that she in the diary room she was sent home because she was she it had triggered the situations had triggered her PTSD from being in Afghanistan. And she started hallucinating. Yeah, it's really awful. I feel. I mean, it's like if you're talking about like you want to write a piece on whether or not reality TV is good for your psyche. Like this it is ain't. this is like would be an example, I think. Um, 
So anyway, and this is all because Josh had like a paranoid breakdown. The whole time Josh was doing this thing, I like kept looking at Ashley. I'm like, do you think this is a game move? Is this a game move? And I'm is like, like, Josh is not that with it. He's I, 23. He's like a big baby. He Josh, seems like a big baby, yeah. Josh can't plan and execute a long game type thing like this. So what's interesting about this is we had our friend Russ on the show what a, up, couple Russ? Of, a couple of weeks ago on our channel um, just to talk about the challenge. And he had mentioned that he watched this season and we were like, oh, my God. We've, we love Josh in this house, as you know, from listening to our show. And um, I was like, what's it like watching on Big Brother? He's like, honestly, like we, she was, he was like, I get that you guys like Josh for the reasons you like Josh. I get it. I don't like Josh, but I'm going to tell you right now, Josh and Big Brother is way worse than Josh <laughs> on the challenge. And I'm like, got to watch this. Yeah. Got to watch. And already I'm like, I can't even, I didn't even, I couldn't fathom that this is what he might mean. Right. Where it's just like, oh my God, this is like. He's like, it's like playing with a big child. Yeah. Um, and who's like uh, lashes out and then is sad and is just crying it's and misses incredible. his mom. I can't wait to watch. What's nice about knowing the winner of these seasons sometimes, like, yeah, it's like I prefer to not know. I really would. But if I'm going to know, and it's hard when there's only a few seasons that you want to watch and you're already kind of like in, in deep reading about these things, to not know who wins a lot of these seasons of Sur survivors a little more because there's like double the amount of seasons, a little easier to kind of get lost in the sauce. But on big brother, I kind of know who wins every season, but well, you know who wins all the good seasons. Yeah. But what's nice about this is like, I'm watching this season for Josh and I know I got him the whole season. Like I don't have to worry about right. being Joshless. Although you know the so fallout from this situation, he is not in any of these episodes, like the yeah, past he, three. He hasn't been in any apps, but it's interesting because Russ, I think, said when he did the um, sh the episode with us that Josh like blows up a lot of people's games. And did he say that or was he talking about Fessy? I don't, I don't I, remember. I don't remember either, but I know that at this point, Josh completely blew up this girl Meg Megan's game and her whole alliances game. They had it locked too. They were like, they had the number. They were like ready to go. Yeah. And, and really, and that's why I'm like, is this a brilliant move? No, it's not. He's just a dumb, lucky guy. It's insane. Um, you guys, that has been the pod. Folks, we love you so much. Um, rate Thank us five stars. Listening. Do whatever you got to do. Having a nice week. We we'll talk to you on you. Thursday. Let us know if you're buying stocks. We'll talk to you on Thursday and uh, we'll do a little challenge uh, recap for you. So uh, if you're not watching the, that challenge, challenge is good this season, folks. It's very good. Yeah, in get in In my opinion, there. this is a good one. So. And if you're not on our Patreon, get in there too. Patreon.com forward slash reality blows two bonus episodes a month. As a matter of fact, we, we are due dropping our second one Any day for now. January. So that'll be, uh, there's already one up for January, but we got to drop a second one in the next couple of days, folks. We got to get on it. Goodbye. Bye.